of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Lincoln Live today is a conversation with Lincoln's acting police chief, Brian Jackson. Chief, good to have you here this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. The Sunday, April 11th shooting of 20-year-old Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, a suburb of Minneapolis, centers on a police officer mistaking her service weapon for her taser. Body cam video during the traffic stop shows the officer who fired the gun, assisting two other officers who were struggling with Wright, who refused to cooperate and ducked back into his car. We hear the officer on body cam audio say, taser, taser, taser as she points a weapon at right at close range. She pulls the trigger, the car pulls away, and the officer is heard saying, holy expletive, I shot him. For LPD officers back here in Lincoln that have tasers on their belts, where is that taser in relation to the location of their service weapon? We, uh, we recommend and actually we mandate the tasers be carried in a opposing um, position to their primary weapon, which would be the opposite side, whether they're right-handed or left-handed. So uh, our officers are trained uh, to carry it. Uh, so instinctively, if they're drawn for their primary weapon, they would, they would use their strong hand. That's uh, police uh, parlance for their uh, uh, dominant eye uh, and where they're most comfortable shooting. For a taser, it's the opposite side. Uh, so a draw would come from a less comfortable, um, more uh, intentional draw of the taser itself. Does a taser feel and weigh the same as a service weapon? Uh, it'd be a little lighter. Neither neither have significant weight to them. A taser's a little lighter. Uh, we we carry an option that is bright yellow. You can get a, a black taser or you can get uh, uh, a yellow taser. We, we opt for the yellow to make it more, uh, the optics and visibility uh, easier. Uh, and again, we train, uh, we train on it annually. Anybody that carries a taser has a train on it annually, uh, specific to the tra- taser itself. And then we also in- include it in uh, secondary training in our defensive tactics and our um, um, other firearms training chief if if you were blindfolded and you had a taser on a table and your service weapon on a table would just and you're blindfolded would you be able to tell the difference uh you'd be able to you, you would be able to tell the difference uh now certainly uh while i don't know all the details and facts uh like you i've been able to watch the video and many of your listeners um uh, certainly a, a heightened in uh event, um, stress engaged and involved, but certainly uh, a service weapon and a taser side-by-side on a table, uh, blindfolded, um, an officer should be able to tell the difference. And a 26-year veteran, Chief. She was a 26-year veteran. That's interesting because, you know, tasers are, uh, are, the predominance of tasers are fairly new uh, to the profession of, of, of policing and law enforcement. Um, we're talking, and it's similar to cell phones. In the last 10, 10 years, they've really become predominant. And, uh, you know, it's as a veteran officer, you trained many years without a taser and going to your your service sidearm. It's, it's almost easier training a new officer 
to carry both than it is a a veteran officer who it was used to only carrying one and all the repetition and muscle memory is is for those draws in the past how about the audio command that we hear on the body camera taser 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 and then firing taser those types of commands is that policy for lpd uh, we do train that uh, it, it assists in notifying other officers that a less lethal uh, weapon is being introduced and so if an officer hears uh, the discharge of a taser, they're not startled and believe a, a gunshot has occurred. It also alerts the other officer of the, uh, you know, when, when you're focused on the suspect, the activity of the off, other officers. Now, taser is a brand name. Uh, it's a conductive energy, energy weapon. Uh, there are other types, but if she is citing taser, taser, taser prior to her discharge, I would assume she was carrying the taser brand of conductive energy um, weapons. And she was at close range. The tasers that I've seen, Chief, have wires attached to them that, that emit out from the weapon itself. Are all tasers that way? Uh, the tasers we carry are. Um, they, they, uh, they conduct uh, their energy across two probes, which causes muscular inca- incapacitation. Uh, the, there's there's a, a, a distance where it's too far because of the length of the metal uh, wires attached, and there's a distance too close because you don't get enough spread uh, between the two probes. Um, uh, they work only about half the time based on the movement of the suspect, heavy clothing, uh, and it's a, it's a piece of electronics that they don't always work as expected. Uh, we have about a 50% success rate uh, in our use of taser, and uh, so it is only a tool uh, for officers to use. Yeah, interesting. Uh, going back to your distance, there's a point where it's too close. You've seen the video. Would that have been too close for a taser to be effective? Uh, it, it, it all it all depends on the muscle groups that are okay. that that are impacted. Um, you know, we we opt and recommend uh, a discharge into the back for for optimal uh, effect from the taser itself this clearly wasn't available to uh, the officer um, but it would all depend on where it struck and in the muscle groups impacted valuable insight thank you chief very much uh, acting lincoln police chief brian jackson with me for the conversation on lincoln live let's turn to women in policing first time we've had a chance to talk about lpd's 30 by 30 pledge to advance women in policing, the goal being to build the percentage of women on the force to 30% by the year 2030. What's the percentage of women now uh, on LPD? Uh, we have, uh, the national average is about 12%. Uh, Lincoln is is about 17.5%. So we're, we're better than the national average, but we're continuing to strive uh, to represent the community you serve, whether it's uh, women, whether it's uh, people of color, including African American or Black, uh, Native American, uh, Hispanic, we we strive to to represent the community we serve, and we we continue our our recruitment efforts to to diversify the Lincoln Police Department. What's been preventing women from a career in law enforcement, in your opinion, Chief? Well, um, you know, the, the short answer is nothing. You know, we, we strive to, to hire, recruit, hire and train, promote and uh, retain the, the best quality candidates that are out there. Um, women are, are, are joining law enforcement across the nation in, in higher levels. Um, you know, I've been in law enforcement a long time. I think initially uh, it may have been the stereotypes um, early on, uh, but there's been some very... Um, 
valuable pioneering female officers uh, in law enforcement, not only in across the nation but in Lincoln, that has really uh, paved the way for other other women to to join and be successful. We started this conversation with uh, Brooklyn Center and the incident that happened there Sunday. Uh, a 26-year veteran makes a mistake. So uh, it got me wondering about whether this is influencing attrition in law enforcement. And I came across a North Carolina criminal justice study that, that found, yes, the, the 14% attrition rate for police officers is higher than both nursing and teaching. So I'm really curious to, to go into your world a little bit, Chief, and when it comes to recruiting. Uh, going about making a career in law enforcement attractive not only to women but to keep the ones you have there and increase the ranks given all the public scrutiny since the late May of 2020 and the killing of George Floyd and everything that's happened since. Well, I've found it, I have found it a challenge to look at other law enforcement agencies without uh, taking off my Lincoln glasses because each community polices different and specific to the community they serve. Now, some communities, you can see that as a significant difference, and some communities, not so much. Uh, Lincoln, you, you mentioned 14%. Lincoln's uh, um, rate of departure is about 5% a year, uh, and about 40% of that is retirements. So that's after people have spent um, 25 or more years on the Lincoln Police Department and are retiring out. So our numbers are, are much less. Um, I'd like to think that's based on the community that we serve and live in, uh, being high quality in, in education and salary and in quality of life, um, and but we we always try to do better. Uh, we're always looking for opportunities to make the world for our officers easier. Uh, the the most last few years have been difficult with COVID and and uh, um, the civil unrest that officers in. And most officers in the Lincoln Police Department have never experienced civil unrest uh, to the level that was seen uh, across the nation last year. And then the loss of, of one of our fellow officers, uh, Investigator Herrera, all of these have impacts. Uh, we strive to make our officers as safe. We give, provide them training uh, and uh, always are open to, to opportunities to make uh, their lives and careers better. Police Chief Jackson joining me on Lincoln Live. Just enough time to talk about War Horse Casino. The city council made it real on Monday, Chief, uh, giving the go-ahead for War Horse Casino Resort, Highway 77 and West Denton Road. Uh, any further conversations devoted to law enforcement challenges that might come from the casino resort development? Well, we're, we are certainly doing our research on the impact of, uh, of a casino or a gambling center in a community, certainly there are there are pros and cons and, and different sides to that as as viewed certainly the the greater opportunity for hiring and jobs um, revenue uh, tourism et cetera compared to potential uh, bankruptcies mental health issues uh, crime uh, I would say if you, if you put a two hundred million dollar anything at uh, West Denton and highway seventy seven it 's going to increase calls for service. Uh, just because density tends to increase police services. So whether it was a shopping mall or a gambling center uh, or casino, uh, our calls to service will increase and the demand on our, our organization will be greater. That's a good point, Chief. All good points today. Thank you very much for your time on Lincoln right. Live. Acting Lincoln day. Police Chief Brian Jackson joining me this morning.